Good morning to you. In studio with us this morning, Julie Brown with Ben Parks and Rec. Julie, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for being in today. Really appreciate that. Okay, lots of good things happening, and we've got a big announcement. Yes, we are finally ready to open the Pavilion Ice Rink. You know, Mother Nature was really holding on tight there to summer, and um, our opening is about eight days past when we originally had scheduled it. But I checked in with the supervisor at the pavilion and the team who've been working overnight because really we have to we have to work overnight in order to build ice and it takes about a week. But I checked in with her last night and we are going to be ready to open the rink tomorrow. Opening the rink tomorrow, that is fabulous. Now even with temperatures in the low 50s, which is going to be all week, you can continue to go ahead and keep the rink open? Yeah, the, the, the temperatures in the 50s are not much of a concern for the ice once you build it up. So the depth of the ice is just about two inches, maybe one and three quarters, which is probably not as as deep or as thick as most people would think that we would need. But that um, d- depth of a slab will take us all the way through to the end of the season in April, but it just takes a really long time for us to be able to build it. Because as you can imagine, it's lots of very, very tiny layers that you spray out and have to let freeze. And you do that over and over and over again. Once the ice is built, it is um, ready to go and we can take care of it with the Zamboni. The temperature outside isn't as much of a concern as when we do get a lot of sustained wind. That will tend to carry away the cool air layer that builds up right above the ice. So it's more wind that we have to take care of, but at this point, we're not even concerned about that for this week. Okay, so basically every night you're going to rebuild it and then just keep it maintained. Hopefully temperatures and wind won't be too much of a problem. Exactly, and we know that this has been a long time, long wait for hockey players and and ice skaters and even the curling leagues that are going to get started. So, you know, we do have a lot of open skate sessions available too for members of the community who want to just get out there on the ice. So a lot of those, um, you know, it's about $9 to participate in an open skate session, an additional $3 if you need to rent skates. But we do have a couple of sessions each week that are $6 all in, including the skate rentals. So it can be a pretty affordable family activity. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Are there other things dealing with uh, the transition from, you know, summer, fall into winter? Uh, you know, this week we will be wrapping up our fall sports. So our our soccer leagues, our flag football, our tackle football, they'll all be um, kind of wrapping up this week. And, uh, you know, our park services crew is going to be continuing to be busy over the next several weeks. You know, they're doing the same things that we all do at our homes. They're blowing out sprinkler systems and, um, you know, kind of shutting down some of our seasonal restrooms. So some of that activity is continuing for the seasonal changeover too. You've got something, is it going on now, the public perception survey? We've been talking about that. We do, yeah. Every about three years or so, the Park and Rec District does a perception survey, and this is our attempt to just get some of that high-level feedback from the community about how we're doing. Overall awareness, what are the things that are most important to you, how well do you think we are as a tax district using those funds. And um, it's nice that we do this about every three years because then we can compare the data 
And so the last time we did this was in 2019. In order to make this statistically valid, we're looking for um, survey responses from four to 500 people to be representative of our community. And uh, so people may receive a phone call. You may also get a text that directs to an online survey link. I would um, ask that if you do receive one of those um, outreaches that you consider taking the survey. It's about 15 minutes. I heard from a friend on Friday who had received it, um, the call and, and participated in the survey. If you still want to give us input, but you don't receive one of those um, out pieces of outreach from uh, the survey company directly, we are going to open it up and have the same questions available. And we'll have that um, survey available on our website as well as on our social media accounts. So that opportunity will open up kind of the end of this week and be open through about middle of November. Okay, so the survey by the middle of November sometime will be finished. Yes. Okay. Uh, what are some of the, the consistent things you've seen with this survey as, as the years have gone by? You know, uh, we, we're pretty proud of one of the results is that 93% of residents are satisfied with the parks and recreation offerings that we provide. And we have more than 80% of folks feel that we make good use of their tax dollars and that we're heading in the right direction as from as far as leadership goes those numbers have consistently been very high for us and that's good that's exactly where we want it to be so some of those <clears throat> results are what we're going to be looking at to see if they're still um, kind of overachieving and and at that high level that we want them to be sounds good I imagine one of the things that sh shows up at near the top of the list every year is the aquatic center yeah, yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, aquatics are very important to members of the community. Swim activities, even through the, the pandemic, continued to be very, very high use and in high demand. And, um, you know, this year we have an additional pool that we didn't have in 2019. You know, in 2019, we hadn't opened the Larkspur Community Center and that warmer water pool but we have found that there are quite a few folks who even enjoy that for lap swimming in addition to the other therapeutic uses so the fact that our community has even more water and aquatic offerings than we had in 2019 could show up in the results coming up also is the winter registration and we ran a, a story on this uh, a bit but maybe a little bit more explanation of how you're going to break this up to try to prevent the clog Yes, the you know the last two times that we have opened recreation program registration, we have had sky high <laughs> demand. The urgency was just something that we had never experienced before. We had almost eight hundred percent more um, interest in jumping on right at six a.m. when uh, registration opened than we had had recently. And so we've done several things to try and make that better for community members as well as our staff. And one of the big things that we're doing this time is instead of having one day that we're gonna open all the programs, we're gonna break them up into three days. So the first week of December, December 5th, 6th, and 7th, we are going to have opening of registration on each one of those days for different programs. So on Monday, we're gonna open up our, our recreation and enrichment programs. On Tuesday, we're gonna open up swim lessons. And on Wednesday, we're gonna open up our sports leagues, which include the, the second season of ice activities at the pavilion. 
that should allow us to be able to better manage the demand just by cutting them into thirds in addition to the technology improvements that we've made. We've got about 10 times higher bandwidth now and uh, increased server capacity. And we're going to introduce a waiting room functionality. This could be more similar to what people might be used to with concert tickets. So you'll be able to know, am I, do I have about a 30 second wait to get in or is it about 10 minutes before I'm going to get in? That will help, um, I think, a lot for, for community members. You know, I'm, I work for the Park and Rec District, but I'm also a parent. So I was shopping those mornings too. And so we're very aware of, of the challenges that people experienced. It sounds like it's going to be some big improvements coming up. Yes, and and one of those um, we we anticipated that we needed to be making some of these changes. The interesting thing is that we thought we needed to be making them for summer registration, knowing how much demand there is for summer camps in particular. And what we found is this urgency um, has become more commonplace for uh, year-round activities. So that's why we're we're trying to. Uh, introduce a lot of different changes for this next season to make it smoother for everyone. So just like everybody else, I mean, you're trying to keep up with the demand. You know, we've experienced it. You were telling me about DMV. I've had difficulties with getting my car in for service kind of things. you got to call way in advance to get things covered up. Yes. All right. Julie Brown, Ben Parks and Rec, thank you so much. Thank you. Great to see you. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.